welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. Let's begin again in 1 John 4, 8. He who does not love does not know God, for God is loving. And uh, love is beautiful. That's the subject we're teaching on this week. Love is beautiful. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. If you know God, you love. And if you know God, you know God is love. Amen. Let's look at Psalm chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. There are many who say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. The love of God will make you lie down in safety and in peace and sleep and not be worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. What's going to happen today, but his countenance has put gladness in our heart. We are happy. We know that God's love will never let us down, that he loves us more than we could ever imagine. That means we can lie down in peace and sleep in safety, knowing that he's got everything taken care of. Amen. We don't have to worry about anything, but we have to meditate upon those things. Psalm 145, verse 5 says, I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. We have to meditate upon the splendor of his majesty, how great he is. The greatness of Almighty God, the greatness of love, the greatness of the anointing, the greatness of the power that emanates from him because of the love of God emanating and pouring out from God to all mankind. We have to meditate upon those things and not upon the things of this world and what's going on in, in, with uh, politicians and all the wars and all the things that are going on. But understand that God loves each and every one of us the same. And he wants each and every one to be taken care of the same. And that God will never let us down. That we can dwell in safety knowing that he's taking care of us. Exodus fifteen eleven. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, doing wonders? He is glorious in holiness and awesome in splendor. And let's look at the great wonders that God has done in the past, what he's doing now, and what he's going to do in the future. We have to meditate upon these things. Meditate upon the goodness of God, not upon what somebody else is doing and meditating upon everything that goes on in the news, everything that goes on, everything that every politician says or does, which we need to know the signs of the times. But, you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now that these politicians are not my supply. And these politicians, none of them, I don't care who they are, are not my sustenance. I pray for them, and I believe God that they're going to do the right thing. 
But also, I'm praying now, I'm not going to wait till the day before the next election and say, Lord, put the right person in there today. I'm praying now that he will rise up the right people to be put in office now, not then. But we need to be praying now for the right people to be raised up and God deal with them and then take a uh, run for office and then them be elected for the right uh, people to be in there that he wants in there. Amen. Don't know how I got off on that, but I did anyhow. But let's look at the splendor and the glory of God. Not meditate upon what man's doing, but look at what God can do and what he's doing, not only for us, but for the country and for the world. But let's also look at that love is beautiful. And let's, let's look at the most beautiful act that anyone ever did for anyone upon this planet. Let's go to Matthew chapter 27, verse 45. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ, he died for us and went into hell for three days. The most beautiful act that anyone has ever performed upon this earth or anywhere else, anywhere, is the Lord Jesus Christ dying upon the cross for us, giving himself, shedding his blood, shedding his blood for our healing, shedding his blood for our salvation, dying, leaving the presence of God, going into hell and, and taking the punishment that we deserved upon himself so that we could go into heaven, so that we could be children of God, so that we could be born again and live in the presence of God forever, so that we could live a glorious life and be filled with the Holy Ghost, so that he did it all for us. The most beautiful act in mankind that anyone has ever done is the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's look at verse 51. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. Now I believe that the Holy Ghost, he was behind the veil. He could not come out from behind the veil. But when Jesus said, it is finished, and he yielded up his spirit, the Holy Spirit took two little fingers, split that veil in two from top to bottom, he stepped out from behind that veil and says, I'll never be behind that veil again but I, I shall live in the heart of mankind. Amen. Verse 52, And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When he went into hell, but when the Holy Ghost, he, he tore that veil from top to bottom, there's many people that were raised from the dead. They came out of the graves, and they went into the city and appeared to many. Verse 54, so when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. He was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He was the Son of God when he went into hell. He paid the punishment for us. He paid the price so that we wouldn't have to go into hell and, and, uh, and go in there and, and spend eternity in torment and spend eternity 
away from God and spend eternity in death, which is the separation from God, and be tormented day and night by the devil and all of his cohorts, he paid that penalty. He went in there for three days, and I'll guarantee you when uh, that happened, there weren't any demon spirits on the earth. They were all in hell because I'm sure that Satan says, everybody come down here and look at this because we done, we won. We won, we won, we won this battle. We won the victory. We, we defeated the Son of God. The one I used to be his angel, I fell, but now I've defeated him. But then on the third day, the Lord Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Now let's look at this in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between you, your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. I believe this is a scripture that he was that uh, God was saying, Jesus is going to stomp your head, Satan, and you're gonna, he's going to bruise your head. You're going to bruise his heel because he's going to put his foot upon your head and say, bow before me, Satan. And he's coming out with the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He defeated Satan. The Holy Ghost went in there, raised him from the dead. He came out victorious. And when he was raised from the dead, the church was raised from the dead. We were raised with him in glory. The greatest act that's ever been performed in, in history was the, re the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and the resurrection of the body of Christ at the same time. Because it says in Romans, when we were, he was raised, we were raised with him. Amen. In uh, Revelations chapter 1, it says, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. He destroyed death. He's, he destroyed separation from God. And he says that the last enemy that will be destroyed is death. But Jesus Christ, he overcame the enemy for us. Amen. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Sin had no longer has a hold on us because he defeated defeated sin, he defeated Satan, he destroyed his works. Amen. Romans 8 verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead also will give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. He said that the spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. Amen. And gives us life. Let's look at Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. He triumphed over them in the death, burial, and the resurrection. He triumphed over the enemy. He came out of there. He said, I am going to disarm them. They no longer have any power. 
We have to meditate upon these things. He destroyed their power. He he stripped them of the power of death. He just stripped them of the power. The only the only tool they have left is deception. And the only thing they can do is lie to you and tell you a lie. And if you believe their lie more than you believe the word of God, the truth of God's word, that's where they have the victory. You have to meditate upon the word of God. Renew your mind to the word of God and understand that Jesus disarmed principalities and powers and he made a public spectacle of them. Satan was down there saying, boys, we won this. We won the war. We won the battle. We triumphed over Jesus, the son of God. And if you'll look back, you'll remember in Luke chapter four that Satan, he tempted Jesus in every way he could tempt him. But Jesus overcame him by the word. But then he went into hell. He destroyed the works of de the devil, triumphed over him in the death, burial, and resurrection, and stripped him of all of his power. And we are seated in heavenly places in him in a place of authority and power that God gave us. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, Please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 